Blakeman getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District. Scotty, weather used to be uh, the most innocuous of conversational topics. <laughs> Time was when people didn't know what else to say. They could at least comment on the one thing we all have in common. Unlike politics and even sports, weather used to be uncontroversial. Once upon a time, when the temperature got up in the high 80s, many folks who thought they were being funny but who were actually unoriginal would ask, hot enough for you? <laughs> Similarly, when there was too much rain, the same imitative folks would chirp, nice weather for ducks. <laughs> but now, with activists in England stopping traffic on superhighways, disrupting cricket matches and soccer games, and gluing themselves to great works of art, all to protest oil's contribution to global warming, I predict that a common weather cliche will soon be, it's dangerously hot, isn't it? And it's probably your fault. <laughs> because now, when we comment on how hot it is or how much rain we're having, we can't help but dive into the boiling cauldron of opinion on global warming, and especially whose fault it is. Ours, dear Brutus. A hundred and thirty years ago, Mark Twain elicited howls of laughter when he wrote, Everyone talks about the weather, but no one does anything about it. <laughs> now, such a joke would make people angrily scream and glue themselves to a painting. What do you mean we don't do anything about the weather? We turn on our air conditioners, and while that cools us off, its carbon emissions also help to make the world hotter. We drive to the beach for similar reasons and indirectly set Canada on fire. <laughs> that flood in Vermont, you did it when you drank your iced latte with a plastic straw. Weather used to make us feel hot, cold, or wet. Now it also makes us feel guilty. <laughs> in summary, Scotty, I believe I speak for both of us when I say that we at this podcast are fully opposed to global warming, but if you think we'll never occasionally fly to Europe, you're nuts. Yes, Tommy, the weather has gone from the stale cliches you speak of to the lead story on news channels across the globe, most of which I regularly watch. Now, the weather is actually sad now, or even tragic these days. And yes, climate change has a big role to play in that. But I stand before you today to say that there is still a place for mundane muttering about the humidity and what it does to our hair, or how the rain washed out our beach day, or in the winter, complaining about how cold it was waiting for the bus. Because those offhand and light weather observations are needed now more than ever, especially as weather has become a story that war correspondents may soon be assigned to cover. But I, I, I hope that the rightful concern about our rapidly warming planet will still be balanced with sentiments like, today was such a beautiful sunny day, yes, and very comfortable. And there's a place for those unoriginal weather cliches too. In fact, the next time someone asks, hot enough for you? Well, I'll just smile and give the faintest of chuckles. <laughs> but you'll probably give a thumbs up as well, sure. So I do. I don't you don't leave do the guy thumbs hanging. Up, yeah, I, you I don't want to leave that guy hanging just like... No, no. I think that hopefully that'll give the illusion of a thumb. I'm not a thumbs up person. Uh, the only time I do it is, in, in the, uh, I guess, in another country where uh, we don't share a language. <laughs> and you just kind of go, yeah, okay, international language, thumbs up. You hope. Yeah. 
You hope. No, I've, I've never seen say, you. I've never seen you put, put the thumbs up. Yeah, and and I, I I agree. Like you don't even use the the emoji thumbs up. I I, I find no. it's useful at times when you're dealing with gardeners and and you know people who mow your lawn, things like that. You Although there wanna... are times when and this could be a whole uh, another book that uh, in yeah. a hopper uh, when not to use the the thumbs up emoji. Not yeah. in anything where it's slightly romantic. No. <laughs> you know, you don't go, oh, I can't wait till we're alone and we can explore each other. Thumbs up. You know, it's like, yeah, I'll go have ice cream now. So you don't want to see that. It's a very tricky thing. The way you, uh, yes, for, for workers around the house, thumbs up is, is exactly yeah, what's Yeah, workers in the, around the house, I think that's just the general category. So, so uh, is Monday at noon okay? Thumbs up. And then yeah, perfect. you really have to type out a lot of text that way. No, but no. but I think you made a really good point about, and, and who knew when we were starting this podcast talking about uh, weather cliches and how they've changed over the, you know, because of global warming. You know, uh, who knew that you were going to wind up giving romance advice that could possibly save several relationships. Oh, exactly. Uh, and I've been on the Don't recipient. use a thumbs up emoji for romantic uh uh, yeah. text. No, and I've been on the recipient of that sometimes. It's sort of like you're trying to set a mood, and the, and it's the giant thumbs up. That's my problem with emojis. I still don't really even know how to use them. I now I sound like a 90-year-old going, how do you put in the web address, or how do you get email? But uh, yeah. I, I don't use them, and maybe I, that's my old schoolness going uh, there. But now I dream of being someone who could just respond, thumbs up, and then I'm on my way to yeah. do other errands. Yeah, no, no, it's it is it's it's a joy for for once you cross that boundary and you say, you know, I'm I'm not a thumbs up guy, but you know, maybe in this case, maybe I am. Once you do that, once you make that inner decision, that you you really take that journey uh, of becoming a thumbs up emoji user, you never look back, Scotty. I, you know, I I I I haven't looked back since I started using. <laughs> No. And, and as we always talk about, it'll free up time to do other things and maybe even to fight global warming and maybe somehow using emojis contributes to global warming. I hope that's not yeah. uh, the case. Well, you know, if it is the case, then I've been doing the right thing all this time. Yeah. Uh, and again, getting on the theme, Tommy, and, and mm -hmm. it is a sad theme, but uh, we oh, need I, to don't, get... I don't know if it's I mean, I, I, I the I, reality, the reality, I mean, the reality is, is it. But does it really make you sad? Like, does it make you? <laughs> you go, or do you go, wow, that's a terrible flood. I don't want to see that happen. But did you actually become saddened as a result of Oh, well, yeah, I guess sad wouldn't be the right uh, word. It is kind of a, a, a apocalyptic when you watch the news. It almost yeah, seems like a bad TV that's... movie. I always use the TV movie reference. And, and what is sad is they don't make TV movies anymore. That was always a great. <laughs> now, that does make me sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, for writers, it was always a nice, you know, yeah. quick thing. Hey, we got it. Lifetime's got to give out 30 TV movies and all this. It seemed like it was a nice avenue to, you know, to work. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heck uh, yes. And they never were, I mean, and there were many good ones, but a lot of times they had that sort of cash, the lack of the opposite of cachet of being, eh, it's a TV movie, but. Yeah, it's a TV uh, movie. Made for TV movie was yeah. never really. And usually it, it, it had multiple act you know act and act breaks for commercials which normal movies don't have so yeah uh but uh, so but what you're saying is that that's that's where we really should be focusing our our efforts on and uh as far as but you're but you're not saying let's forget about global warming and focus on making tv movies that's not uh, what no you're no never forget but we do need as with any uh, uh 
tragic situation. We need to focus on it, but also find relief. And that's what <laughs> that's where we step in, Tommy. How do you find and we don't say to people, forget about it or don't no. think about it. So, oh, no, we say, yeah, it's there. Think about it. Do what you can. But <laughs> yeah. let's get to laughing, too. Let's get <laughs> And get the and, and and crank up the 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 made for TV movie business again. Absolutely, that's right. A, that's There's a no reason why global warming should should have stopped that. Uh, oh, by the way, if I can, just to make a make a um, even bring it more back to what we were uh, you know starting this podcast about, was that uh, what if people have forgotten these great cliches that people have used for over you know hot enough for you. So they, they wind up, you know, just mixing up the cliche and, and it's sort of, <laughs> and, and it, you know, becomes uh, like, um, uh, uh, hey, uh, hot enough for ducks, are you? You know, <laughs> that, that's my fear. That's what keeps me awake is that you're going to yeah. hear mixed up weather cliches because people just don't know how to do it. Right. From disuse. Yeah. They, from and, disuse. And... They become so angry about the weather. And and see it as a part of, as a grand conspiracy. It's no longer this, you know, that nice weather for ducks. People haven't said that in a long time. No, they just no. say, Oh my God, did you seen the horrible flooding? And 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 you know what they, about their ecosystem and where ducks eat and the, and the yeah. waters they can't find? Yeah. That's, so it, it I, I that's why I always do as I said a, always a smile, always kind of a I can't even I write it, but I used to go. Hmm. You know, just sort of the yeah. kind of smile and uh, whatever it was, even because that's all it should have. Is a, I, there was a, I told the story, I believe, on this podcast when I used to live in Westchester. It was a very nice guy. Every time I'd be in the elevator around 10 o'clock, he'd return from work. And invariably, whatever the day was, you know, if it was Wednesday, well, half the way through or, you know, or hump day or one more. And, 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 you know, usually using some of the work expressions, which I right. never could relate to not being a, a Monday through Friday kind of guy. I, but I That's would right. smile gamely and go, yeah, <laughs> one more. Got to get through one more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to pretend to be those desperate type of people who just constantly counted the days until yeah. the, the couple of days that they're not working. You know, uh, 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 I mean, that's a really good point. It's just that the people who do the who say the cliches, um, you know, what about them? What happens to these people where when these cliches go away and they don't have anything else to talk about? Yeah, you know? well, I mean, that's why right. The hump yeah. day, that sort of like was the universal, um, you know, the yeah, universal uh, the kind of related. thing besides weather was, well, just a couple more days until Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, can, and that's Friday can't or Friday can't come soon enough. You know, all, any of those are, oh, boy. But yeah. now what with this work from home and all that's people right. Going in three days a week. <laughs> that whole cliche is like knocked off kilter because. Yeah, it really is. It's like it's like. Uh, Wow, you know, I mean, is, is Wednesday even still hump day? I guess so, but Friday you're not even working, so it's a, uh, a couple. <laughs> thank God it's Thursday, you know. That's, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, Thursday's a big day, and you know, yeah, that's when people tend to go after work. Oh, and, I hate Tuesdays. I hate Tuesdays. You got to go to work. Yeah. You know, the, uh, uh, right. Uh, rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Used to be a hit song. By yeah. a group called the Carpenters guys. Well, we did a whole episode where you related to your fear of Sunday night. Uh, well, the fear of Monday, but how miserable we are Sunday night. Oh, I hated Monday. it. I hated those shows on. on and even though I I, lo I loved um, Candid Camera, yeah, uh, I, I just you you know even Mission Impossible. It came on Sunday night. Boom, 
bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And, and it meant, oh, son, Monday morning, back to school. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it, it caused great, in, um, you know, but that's over now. Now people, you know, rainy days and Mondays don't get people down because <laughs> they, it, uh, and, and, and that song will seem more and more peculiar, you know, that we could do a whole show on. Oh, yeah. On, on Dissecting lyrics. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, and rainy days, that's the other thing. You remember when drought was our worst worry? And it still is. You were saying how sad the Catasquare Falls near you in Wyndham is so glorious now with all the rain. Uh, thankfully, you were spared the flooding and it's glorious. But at times it seemed kind of sad because it was only trickles of water. Uh, now that's not the case. But we're generally now always told we need the rain. And that's always a hard sell, especially on a summer weekend. You know, yeah. where it's such a big thing. Hey, we got a lot of weekend plans. Well, yeah. it's going to rain all day. Well, we need the rain. No, no one wants to hear that. No, no. Especially if you grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah. And you're not, you know, you're not farming people. No. And and, and you don't know any farming people. And <laughs> uh, your your whole I- issue is, yes, you like to go to the store and, and the farmer's market and get fresh food. But you don't really want to think about um, how how the ra- lack of rain is affecting the crops yeah it's just not un- you know we're we're city people we're city people. although as you say and 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 we've talked about this in the virtual green room yes uh up in uh, i i i really honestly is spending half my time up in the country the very rural part of the country. yeah well what a, what a perfect time to be doing so, it uh, by the way as a little aside and are those who know brooklyn used to be all farmland Wow. So uh, if Scott Blakeman was born during the days of the farms, why I would have a different take on the rain. <laughs> you, you'd be, you'd be up and uh, up. Uh, can you imagine Scott Blakeman on a farm? And it's really <laughs> just an accident of history that you weren't yep. born 200 years earlier. Oh yeah. And, and, and you would be, you would know all about the farming and getting up and, and and uh, and in those days, Scotty, two hundred years ago, you wouldn't have modern tractors. You'd be sp- behind an oxen with hauling a plow. And oh, Scotty, yeah. I mean, and that's just an accident of time that you. And in which case, then you would be, you know, you'd be like the boy. That rain is good for the crops. And 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 if somebody said, "Hey, nice weather for ducks," you would get very irritated. And not just the ducks, but all of us who eat. Uh, corn and soybeans. Oh, yeah. And I, as you say, I'd be an early riser. I'm going to put it out there, Tommy, so we don't forget, but memo to self and to uh, both of us, uh, throwback episodes of getting through this, wherein I am uh, in Brooklyn in the the eras of the farm, and or you would be in, the, in Libertyville in the days, of, wherever it is, an actual, we've talked about time travel many times in our time machine, which is almost yeah. ready, except for, as you say, the little doodad that actually makes it go back in time or forward. Right. But to actually do podcasts as if we're in that era, oh. uh, much like Steve Allen's Laugh Back program <laughs> many years ago. But, Which uh, only you remember. Yes. And, you know, I think that's also amazing when you're, and that's a lot of pressure, when you're the only person who remembers a certain show. And if you go, then that show completely well, it's, vanishes yeah, it's like from anybody of, uh, Yeah, I mean, normally it's about survivors of horrible things, but you could be a survivor of this show. And Steve Allen, I did meet once. He was a wonderful guy. And I wish I remember to tell him that. But, I, but then again, you don't want to say to a celebrity, yeah, by the way, I'm the only one who remembers that show. <laughs> yeah. It would make me look good. But then right. 
probably make him feel bad that I make him feel bad. Yeah, you're so right. I'm glad I didn't say it. Uh, No, no, uh, I'd be lamenting that to this very day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, that's the other thing is when you say the wrong thing to celebrities, why do we worry so much about what we say to celebrities like that, that we don't flatter them sufficiently? Um, oh, we know. say, yeah, make a slip. My goal now, and we've talked about it many times, and my uh, various people I've met, uh, you don't want to say, just don't say something you're going to regret. You can always come back and say, oh, I could have mentioned that I really loved that movie or that concert. Yeah, you can't get it all in. You have 30 seconds, but don't say, uh, yeah, I was the only one who liked it. Yeah, my friends couldn't stand it. I liked it. You know, that's yeah. what people do after comedy shows. I was like, they go, oh, you were great. That whole row next to us, they they didn't get anything. They, yeah. they, you know, they just sat I there in silence. I liked it. I'm a better person, but they sat in silence. You know, like <laughs> you really want to hear that. So yeah, uh, what's 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 with with the most of the audience? How they didn't like your yeah. yeah. You're, uh, you don't want to hear that. You want to hear fulsome praise all the yeah. time, all the time, and no no yeah no uh, variables of yeah well that third row is a little weak no no, no, no we don't want to know no. about yeah that's almost passive aggressive in a yeah. way for a, a damning with faint praise which we're, we're opposed to on this podcast yes yes uh, uh, uh praising with faint damnation that's okay <laughs> Uh, can there be faint damnation? I guess there should be levels of damnation. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, 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 no, sometimes the, the the most important thing is that we're, we're always, you know, I'm, now you can't always praise the weather, you know, no. and, and um, you could praise the weather person. And that's a whole other thing, Tommy. And, and uh, uh, actually, you know, much like viruses and all that, we know more about the weather than ever before with these apps, which frankly are not always accurate. They'll say, I could be standing in a rainstorm and it says, uh, you know, rain will begin in 20 minutes. You know, it's there or or some days where it says rain will start in six minutes and you never go out and it never rains. So uh, but we do have less no, weather. Weather You still can't get 100 percent accuracy. I'm no. amazed at how accurate weather is, though. I'm just oh, no, astonished when they can say, oh, tomorrow at three o'clock, it's going to start raining. How do you? How do you know? Yeah. Based no, on that it? is amazing. And, and yeah, we didn't use to know that. I really. couldn't do that. If somebody said, all right, Tom, uh, you are now in charge of gathering weather data. I, I, I would be hard pressed. And <laughs> I mean, that's a nightmare that I, you know, yeah. that, that I don't know if I could wake up from. Yeah. Or you'll wake up screaming. Well, yeah, uh, that sounds like that'd be a noir movie from the forties. I w- I woke up screaming. Woke up screaming, and it, and it turns out it's the guy who's been told that he has to gather all the weather data, and he's just a r- r- average Joe Schmo. Yeah, maybe yeah. his then name actually wrong, is Joe Schmo. Right, that could be his name, and and but yeah, there's no reason why it couldn't be. If you're wrong, you just it's not like a little mistake that oh, just you know, you, you're influencing all these people's plans and things. Yeah. But, oh and, my uh, god, and they people get mad at you, and you're the guy. Right now, there's no one person who everybody can blame if the weather predictions are wrong, but you would be that guy. And and uh, especially now when the, uh, the weather really is very controversial and and yeah. it's it's and people do. I think that was a pretty decent point um, I made. Now, I don't know if there's awards for making points. <laughs> there should be. Uh, there, uh, but there should be. But I thought. I think this could be up for that award, the pointy or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it would be called. Yeah. But the, the uh, um, you know, when when we were talking about, uh, I think in my uh, opening 
um, my opening uh, introduction, I believe yeah. we call it, um, when, when I made the, uh, well, the, the point Mark about, about you know, you know we uh, um, uh, Mark Twain. Yes, yes. You know, everybody talks about the weather. No, I don't think any any other podcast has uh, criticized Mark Twain's uh, wit. But it really wasn't a criticism. In a hundred and twenty yeah. years ago, he was right. Nobody was doing anything about it. Yeah, and it was it was funny and and I, it I was it, terribly funny. It and was I think a, it could it still was a work today. Funny line. Well, now it it was just a throw. You know, it was a funny line. Now actually, it works as as biting satire. In a way, he could if Mark Twain returned today, that bit could work. Uh, you know, maybe on an edgy uh, festival show in well, Edinburgh. Or an ironic uh, kind yeah. of a remark. But I think also sometimes you can be a wit in 1880, but your witticism uh, gets a, a, is somewhat stale or just plain out and out wrong by 2023. Well, I mean, I mean, you can't blame a person for living in 1880. That's yeah, that's yeah. not a choice you can make. No, but on the you know not to go overboard defending Mark Twain, but he actually is pointing out the inaction of many nations and governments uh, in a sense. So it could be used that way to say, let's listen to Mark Twain. Yeah. You know, people going, but let's do something about it. So you know, I think that right, line that could take on a whole new sense, life. You know? Sorry, go ahead. I was saying that line could take a whole new life in a different way. Yeah. And we'll be the ones to bring back that line because it does seem very apropos to today, and it, it, albeit in a slightly different uh, way. Yeah. Now, um, I, I think you're, I think that, now I get it. You could actually say that he this was a warning. Please, nations of the world, do something about the weather before it's too late. And yeah. he foresaw global warming long before Frank. Remember, Dr. Frank Baxter oh. in the in the Bell Telephone yes. science movies where you can see it right on. the And we've mentioned this before, right on uh, YouTube. The, yes. The, the, our Mr. Weather or whatever it was or. or well, it was um, very, yeah, I, I love that. And we talked about those. And even in the uh, early how days. How predicted global warming and, 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 yeah. and the ice caps melting. And, oh, yeah. And yeah, we wouldn't be able new. to figure out how to get, you know, we wouldn't have the intelligence to, to solve our problems. It, it was, it's absolutely one of the most amaz amazing. Um, and, and, and we saw it as kids. And that's why, you know, I, I drove a Prius for several years. Yeah. Well, well also, it was sponsored by Bell. Uh, labs, right? And so you would think that a, well, even though, of course, it's a science thing, it makes sense that they were warning us, but warning us back in the 50s, and it was not heated, uh, you know, until now. And then, of course, I had my, my upbringing was not through that, Frank, but uh, uh, actually a weather person had just passed away, Frank Field. It was Dr. Frank Field on Channel 4. And, but even the weather then seemed more relaxed. It was kind of folksy. And even then, they would kind of chide the weather oh, what do we got for it? well we got rain this week oh thanks frank yes yeah. if the weatherman was the one i'm gonna watch channel seven they have nicer weather you know? yeah. but uh but, but Scotty, now it's gotten with all these doppler radar and things yeah. just like baseball announcers it used to be yeah you know phil rizzuto would just tell stories and now it's every 
you know, uh, analytic and, and they, well, the fastball came in at 93 miles an hour that, you know, so let's bring back, maybe we should start watching on YouTube old weather forecast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that would be relaxing. It would be, it would be, you know, where, where the weather only goes up to 88 degrees. That's a hilarious <laughs> idea, Scotty. Uh, yeah. I, I would be howling in laughter if we this early in the morning, yeah. but, but uh, uh, the idea of watching old weather forecasts, yeah. you know, from, from the 1960s and, and, and yeah. just seeing how it wasn't really that bad. You know, oh, it's a scorcher. It's going to be in the 80s today. Yeah. Now we have them in 116 degrees. You're right. Nostalgic weather yeah. forecast. Watching it, watching in the old, you know, and you mentioned Dr. Frank Field. That's yeah. another thing that's gone uh, 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 by the wayside because Johnny Carson, you, yes. you also met, used to make fun of Dr. Field and yes. a crack meteorologist yeah. doc, and how he gets it wrong. And now, as you say, with Doppler radar, we know what Doppler radar is. I, but if somebody said, okay, which is a, a, a Doppler radar and which is a regular radar, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> no, I would. I, one's green or I, I don't really know. I mean, I, they do I, with hurricanes, they have the European model. And then this model, I always go for the European. I just feel like they've been around longer. And, and well, what... well, now they have, well, now they have these, you know, the weather people have these um, 3D kind of CGI computer graphics where, where it seems like you're they're, they're standing in front of a, a flooded area, but oh, they're really yeah. just in a, in a studio. Yeah. And, and uh, what about that, Scotty? Yeah. Is, is it, yeah. Isn't that, I mean, the, and, and pretty soon it's not going to be long before you have, uh, you know, the weatherman pretending to be in a hurricane or a tornado. And that, in a way, uh, to me, I would if I was in a real tornado and I saw a, f a weatherman in a fake tornado talking about the you know, I would feel real because I would be, first of all, being in a tornado and watching TV at the same time. <laughs> think, think about that, Scotty. I'd yeah. Yeah. Twirling around in the air. But. Because of the of phones that we have, we can watch. You, you our, keep watching watch TV while you're. Well, that would be great to get instructions on what to do and, and all right. that. Or just watch something nice, like you say, watch yeah. an old weather report from years yeah. gone by on YouTube, yeah. just to feel more comfortable. Because meanwhile, think about it, Scotty. When you're in a tornado and they have touched down, you know, in closer and closer to urban areas yeah. like uh, Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Yeah. If you're in a tornado, you're you're just twirling around, and there's trucks and cows yeah. going by, you yeah. know, And 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 uh, uh, thank God you have your phone. You can watch something that's pleasant. Yeah, and, yeah. To and, help and get you through, like it. some old sitcom or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's something you couldn't do in the old days because you can't no. take that old giant console TV <laughs> with a tiny screen. That wouldn't, you know. And that's probably no, no. It would be unplugged air. anyway. It would be unplugged. Yeah. There'd be no power. You know, yeah. and 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 it, and it would be dangerous to you those big console TV. Oh yeah, be he's flying through the air with you. So. Yeah, so a phone—that's a great thing uh, to have. But the weatherman, it was this different thing, and and Frank Field, and, and sometimes Johnny, as you say, would would show up uh, when he was in New York or visiting the Channel Four News studios, and oh when Frank gosh. was doing the weather, that was a thrill. I love. Oh, what a thrill! I can't, I didn't even know that happened. On occasion, I remember he did it, and probably obviously in the earlier days. But yeah. I'd love to find that on YouTube. Where uh, Johnny Carson, who you know, some of our younger viewers, our listeners won't even know, was one of the most famous men in America for many years, for yeah. several decades. One of the, the absolute 
he was Mr. Late Night TV. At a time when late night, your options were basically, you know, two or three shows and there was no internet and nothing else. And but there wasn't watched. the global warming uh, problem that we have now. So, no. uh, what I mean, how do you, what do you make of that? That Johnny Carson kept global warming from happening? And how, well, how do you, how do you I mean, a scientist that? will have to run the formulas at MIT and on the big blackboards. To, yeah. I can't, you know, that's above my pay grade, <laughs> you know, but also above my knowledge. Yeah. So they never no. say that. No. It's like, well, I, 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 you know, that's, I don't get paid enough I, to I comment about the, as if they know the answer, but they just don't get paid enough to get If they the got answer. paid, they would give you the answer, but they yeah. don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer. Even if you overpaid me, yeah. uh, I still wouldn't know the answer. I mean, you could fill a blackboard filled with, with notations, but you wouldn't necessarily, they wouldn't necessarily really make sense. No, yeah, that sounds like it'd be a, an old Sid Caesar routine where he <laughs> pretends to be the mad professor and he yeah. puts formulas. Uh, right. uh, if he hadn't done it, I yeah. could picture him doing it. Yeah, but he's done that already. So yeah. that's it. That's the other thing. Yeah, right, right. And uh, people uh, say, oh, you're doing Sid Caesar. Yeah. And again, and most people the, wouldn't know. And there are all the cockers who say that. You're doing Sid Caesar. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, right. And but, the, but most people under 60, they won't know who that is. No, you're doing which that. is... Uh, Sad in one level, but also, well, I'd be able to. It's an opportunity. Yeah, but I don't want to get away with that. That's not how I roll, uh, you know, but um, but Tommy, yeah. So we have to find the yeah, this all that's going on and and weather really is, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you go to Florida, California, I mean, uh, and, and sometimes the big day for the weather people is when they're the lead story. But frankly, now they're almost always used to just be. In L.A., as you know, when you live there many years, if it was raining, they go, no, we, now we go right to our uh, meteorologist. Oh, uh, they station people Fritz, all uh, over the Ullman, city. Uh, and some of the greats uh, like that. Yeah, no, no, no. If there was any kind of rain in, in Southern California, yes, it would be Stormwatch 2010. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it would be, you know, multiple, everybody, all hands on deck, all the reporters uh, reporting. Oh, I felt a drop. Definitely there was a drop. And uh, but now, Scotty, yeah, it's the weather has become. But no, uh, I think your point was that normally weather was sort of combined, assigned to a ghetto, even lower in importance than sports on on uh, local TV news. Yeah. Now it is, uh, you know, the weather front and is, center. Yeah. 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 No weather would be and coming up next on the you know. But now, yeah, now they and and on on the CBS Evening News, as you mentioned, you know they have they have a partnership with the Weather Channel, which means basically they don't hire national weather people and they mm-hmm. use the Weather Channel, just like the New York Times is using the Athletic for the sports department. But yeah, no uh, more sports they, department. But they have that guy standing there, and it's a floor to ceiling, as if he's in the storm. And I don't think it's necessary because. Uh, you'd have to be really not very bright to think, oh, I can't believe it. He's in the storm, but he's not wet. Uh, you know, so I don't, I don't find the need to have yeah, that but, giant uh, picture as they do of the green screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, um, it really is the, the most manipulated part of the news now where yeah. you have these. And it does. It's, it's pretty impressive, though, that these screens that just pop up in back of the, the weatherman and, and they're huge and they completely computerized and, and they don't actually exist. And, and, but uh, I get back to the image of, of the weatherman who, when, when, you know, they'll, they will be able to ha- to simulate tornadoes in the studio. Yeah. And, 
um, you know, here's here's something that's crazy, and I know, but could it ever come to the point where, and with you know, artificial intelligence and, and so on? I don't want to get get too in the weeds about that, but could it ever be a, a come to a point where a weatherman would interview a tornado? <laughs> well, well I, I think I don't think that's that far. It's not far that away. far away, is it? Yeah. Really? Well, some people probably say they have the ability to speak, but it's so loud. Well, with artificial tornado. intelligence, yeah. Why couldn't that tornado, you know, uh, uh, you know, speak very fluently and and yeah. intelligently about you know what what its point of view is, you know, where and is where it? it's going. Yeah, that's where what is you really going? want to know? Well, maybe it has its own, you know, story, its own narrative, its own lived experience. That yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, you know, we always going to you know look at them askance oh those bad tornadoes no one ever says oh great a tornado but who knows maybe there is some i mean it's obviously a reason for everything there and maybe not always a good reason but uh so we have to hear the other side of the of the right what i don't want is the you know the 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 scandal to be like man you know weatherman interviews tornado and it turns out it's not really the tornado talking but somebody in another studio pretending to be a tornado and then wouldn't that would that ruin the weatherman's uh, credibility like not only the weatherman from that that would be the uh the quiz show scandals of of its day yeah where you, they'd get rid of weather people altogether or like the payola scandals in the record industry. Yeah. So I don't know what you'd have. So thankfully I could breathe a sigh or wet some, wipe some sweat off my brow uh, that that isn't the case. Well, I uh, think what we should know, I think for our listeners, just to be you know clear, if you, if this does happen that a weatherman quote unquote interviews a tornado, if the tornado sounds like, well, Mr. Weatherman, <laughs> being a tornado is a lot harder than it looks. That's fake. I yeah. can tell you right now, that is a fake voice from some like cartoon guy. You know, Mr. Ed or something. Yeah. 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 Oh. Now that, yeah. You got to be very on the lookout for that. And maybe it won't even be in a language we'll understand. That would yeah. make it more credible. Why you know? exactly? Why would it speak English? Why would a tornado yeah. speak? Why yeah. would they have their own language? Yeah, as they yeah. should. And, and, uh, but Tommy, you know, the, uh, what I do also fear yep. is that you'll have the weathermen wearing like raincoats in the studio and actually they'll have special effects where water is thrown on them. And, then, <laughs> and you know, and, and I, I just think I, I say, you know what, just because you could do it yeah. doesn't mean you should. I know it, it, it certainly makes it more exciting, but they're they're always competing with each other. How can they make the weather map more exciting? I remember when when just having it, they just used to do a strobe effect on this for lightning and it was what there was no computers in in those days it would just yeah. they would do some kind of weird strobe effect and the lightning would sort of come and go on the screen and it wasn't really didn't really look like lightning but it was that was you know that made the weather oh yeah map more exciting well, just think about how far weather maps have gone they to certainly work. have but you know what tommy as we wind down the yeah. thing that still amazes me and it's so hard and this is what really makes weather people their ultimate skill most of it still is the green screen. So they're looking to the side on the monitor, yeah. but we, you know, what's not actually there and still pointing with their hand in the right place. And I think that is a skill that uh, is hard learned and they do it so well. Yeah. That, I'm, thank you so much for saying that, Scotty, because I, I can just imagine our listeners getting, you know, starting to, to really start to, um, 
you know, get get up in arms and go grab their pitchforks and, and uh, these weathermen and their green screens. But you're right, Scotty, you're reminding us that there's a real skill to it. Not just anybody can be a weatherman or a weather woman. Absolutely. Um, it says a know, lot of training and the, some of the most attractive people on the news. Yes. The uh, you still have to get that seal from the American Meteorological Association. They do it so well. And we tip our hat to all the weather people out there doing their wonderful job. Once again, Tommy, weather has become a grim reality, but on getting through this, we turn grim reality into boffo laughs. <laughs> wow, and that was a boffo laugh just now. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was not your normal laugh. All right, Scotty, on that note, I'm going to continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>